Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Richard Gage back with us, of course. He is a San Francisco Bay Area architect of at least 30 years now, a member of the American Institute of Architects, founder and CEO of Architects and Engineers for the 9-11 Truth. He began his quest for the truth about the collapse of the World Trade Center high-rises after hearing on the radio startling conclusions of then-reluctant 9-11 researcher David Ray Griffin, who believes there was a conspiracy involved, and Richard Gage has not given up since. Richard, welcome back, my friend. Thank you, George. It's an honor to be here with you tonight. At what point did you decide this was going to be your mission? How soon after 9-11? It was, oh, I didn't even uh, hear any alternative theory uh, or facts as to what happened uh, about the, the Trade Center Towers until five years after that fateful morning. So that's when I got hit over the head with this information from David Ray Griffin over the interview. And uh, I, I was just shocked. And so I'd say it, it took me uh, another week or two to realize what was going on, that there's a whole other reality out there uh, that had all this scientific forensic evidence and eyewitness testimony. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, 2002, uh, May. What did this do professionally for you, Richard? I'm sorry, George. I, I said I meant 2006. Uh, five years later. What, what, did the, what did this do professionally for you, Richard, when you took this stance? <laughs> well, I ha- it was so shocking to me to have this, this new uh, sense of burden upon me that here I am an architect, and these are buildings, and they went down, and the evidence showed they came down by controlled demolition, and yet we're being told they came down by j- jet fuel uh, uh, explosions and plane impacts and ensuing fires uh, 45 minutes to an hour and a half later, the Twin Towers, and then to find out that there's a third tower that most people don't even know anything about that also collapsed, World Trade Center 7. So uh, this impacted me greatly, and I knew I had to tell people, and when I did and when I showed them the evidence, yeah, they, they also said, uh, yeah, we need a real investigation. So I knew that uh, uh, nobody else was organizing architects and engineers out there. So uh, they were organizing scholars. They were organizing pilots. And other groups uh, were organized, but, but not architects and engineers, the most basic uh, piece of, of verifiable expertise and credential. Uh, uh, information that and, and, and people that we can find. Uh, so, yeah, it turned my life around because I had to spend uh, at work after working full-time uh, probably another average of uh, eight hours a day with this information. And also, I, uh, I, I found out who, who, who the open-minded people were and who they weren't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the people at my office were um, were cool, but when I put together a presentation, bribed them with pizza and said, "Hey, you guys got to come <laughs> here and look at this information for a half an hour at least." And I got them all to sign the petition. That's when we had our first fifteen architects and engineers for nine eleven truth. Doctor Judy Wood, of course, believes that the buildings were taken down by some kind of high pulse energy beam. 
uh, scalar type technology that could have taken them down, all kinds of possibilities. And what I've always said, Richard, over the years, because there's so many inconsistencies, some facets of government had picked up on something that something was going to happen. It, it really wasn't a secret. Uh, but as I looked at the events unfolding that day, planes hit buildings. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But that was part of, I think, the facade to create the illusion of the terrorists who were aboard the plane. I mean, there were people there who hated us, but there's a bigger picture. One of the things, though, Richard, that I try to point out to so many people, including Alex Jones, was that this wasn't an organized plot by the United States government. It was not. However, there are people within government who might have been aware of this, who may have been part of this. How would you react to that? Well, I always start with the facts, and, and what do the facts show? That, that's, that's the absolute critical thing. Uh, the, the facts are very clear, as we have two hours to go through them today. The opportunity to go through every set of facts shows the forensic uh, evidence and eyewitness testimony and video testimony all points to the explosive and incendiary controlled demolition of all three World Trade Center skyscrapers. So that's what the facts show, and that's what we need to get out to the American people, to the, the mainstream media beyond coast to coast, and a few other courageous uh, stations who have had the courage to expose this information to their listeners. Um, we've got to get it out to our political representatives, uh, the media representatives, the architecture and engineering community, and the public at large, who lar- mostly still believes uh, what the government told us, that 19 fundamentalist hijackers uh, took these planes and rammed them into buildings, and that it's fires, r- really ordinary fires that happen uh, as a re- that bring these buildings down. Uh, the, the, the facts completely undermine that official narrative. Will we ever get a new official investigation, Richard? Oh, yeah, we will. And uh, we're not stopping until we do. And that's why we're in Washington, D.C. on September 11th today, all day. That's why we were there. That's why we started uh, at the White House, as a matter of fact, because uh, President Trump promised we'll find out who knocked the towers down uh, during his campaign. He had the hunch that explosives were planted in the buildings to bring the buildings down. He said that publicly as well. We held him to his word as we were outside the White House this morning at 10 o'clock with a whole group of people uh, uh, prompting him to honor his own um, uh, inquiry into 9-11. That's why we were also at, uh, in front of the U.S. Capitol, I mean right in front of the Capitol, right on the lawn uh, for an hour and a half uh, with speakers uh, uh, pointing out why it's necessary to have draft legislation introduced. It's called the Bobby McIlvain Act. Uh, Bob lost his son, Bobby, in in the North Tower, and he has inspired uh, this draft legislation based on the Benghazi Act. It will bring about a new investigation into the destruction of all three World Trade Center towers. We started this over a year ago, and we're going to be at it every year until we do have one courageous congressperson, and we visited all five, 435, 535 of them uh, today, and we've done this now four times, giving them our petition signed by 
3,000 architects and engineers, giving them the draft uh, text of the of the legislation act. So, uh, yeah, we, we don't stop. We will never stop until we do. And I think the public is waking up to this. And I think uh, uh, President Trump uh, being one of those disruptors type personalities, <laughs> for better or worse, uh, is creating a better environment now for people who are uh, willing to uh, look at alternative facts. Would you be disappointed if the president, though, did nothing about investigating this or opening up a new investigation? Well, sure, we'd be disappointed. Uh, we're not naive. The president's not in a political position right now, uh, probably for the foreseeable future, to take the kind of risk that it takes any politician to stand up and speak the truth, uh, such an inconvenient truth about what really happened to these towers. I mean, this is um, uh, this is the, the, the fastest way, probably, to lose one's neck. Uh, but that's what we're doing. That's what I did. I've got um, thousands of architects who, without having looked at the information themselves uh, about what we're exposing, and uh, come to quick judgments about people being conspiracy theorists or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when they actually do look at the information, uh, they really start waking up, and uh, they sign on to the petition themselves. Do you have opinions that you feel you can't express? I think we all do. Are you looking for a place to stir up conversation and let your opinions be heard? I want to introduce you to a new alternative social media site, Snippy.com. Snippy is an unbiased social media platform that's all about conversation and community. Snippy not only encourages freedom of expression, but guarantees its users the ability to discuss topics freely, without any suppression from administrators. Check in for a quick update about current events, or spend hours scrolling through users' posts. Write your thoughts and strike up conversation. Snippy's founders have intentionally created a forum where anyone can feel free to express their thoughts, frustrations, ideas, anything really. It's a place where discussion is valued. A place where your opinion matters. Totally free. Go to snippy.com now to express yourself. No shadow banning, no character limit, and no suppression of conservative thought ever. Check out the website at snippy.com or download the app. No censorship. No agenda. Join us at Snippy to get the discussion rolling. When you uh, and I get into some of the specifics of the buildings... Let me ask you at this point, Richard, the why. Why do you think if all this occurred and it was a planned demolition to take down these buildings, to create this spectacular terrorist type event, what do you think the motive to do this was? Well, when we have uh, an investigation, for instance, into a murder, and we see two bullets in the back of the head of a victim on the floor, uh, we know what we know, uh, and we know that uh, it doesn't uh, look much like a suicide, right? It, it looks like a murder. Mm -hmm. um, we do forensic investigation. We don't know who shot this person. We don't know what their motive might have been. And certainly as an architect who specializes in buildings, uh, myself and the 3,000 architects that I represent are not criminal investigators. Uh, we're not uh, journalists. Uh, we are pointing out the facts. And so we, we leave to those who know better to come up with a motive after all the facts have been laid out in a congressional inquiry or with another body of individuals, a panel that, that would be an impe unimpeachable source of uh, investigation here, if we can get such. 
What is well? What let's look at what has happened since 9/11. We've gone into Afghanistan. We're still there. We've gone into Iraq. We're still there. Uh, we've uh, changed uh, our our rules and our laws to the point where most of our rights have been whittled away. But I think the big prize. This is just me talking. What they really wanted during all of this was to get Iran, and they haven't been able to do that yet. That's true, but they're, they've been trying pretty hard to get Syria, which is uh, right. That's part of the right puzzle. There. And they've surrounded Iran with uh, Iraq and Afghanistan and uh, dozens and dozens of air bases. So they're certainly in a position if that's what they want to do, but this is not my area of expertise. Have you talked to, Richard, uh, any members of uh, family members who lost somebody uh, during that uh, horrible day? Oh, yeah. We, we've talked to dozens of them, and uh, they are signed on to our petition. They, they are. Bobby. Okay. That was my next yeah. question. Because you bet the Jersey girls, uh, George, for instance, uh, they've signed on to the petition writing a very special letter supporting us. Now, the Jersey girls forced the Bush administration over the course of one year to finally have the 9-11 commission. Uh, they, the, the Bush administration was fighting even a basic 9-11 inquiry. Why do you think, Richard, it's important to open up this wound again and get to the truth and the bottom of what happened? Well, it is a wound. Uh, it, it, we were all put into a state of shock that day. We're, we we're still bleeding. Some, some, yeah, of, still some bleeding. of us are still bleeding. Yeah, th- this, is, this is not fun work that I'm about. We're talking about tearing off the bandage, in some cases the scab, because people uh, have come to conclusions which are comforting to some extent to them. Okay, we were attacked by this external source We've got the solution to the problem. We've got to invade all these countries and take away your civil liberties and trade your, uh, your freedom in for security and increase our military budget by $48 billion. You were talking about motive. Uh, there, there's yet another one. Um, yeah, none of this is, is comforting. We don't want to imagine that elements, uh, as you suggest properly, uh, entrenched in our government and industry uh, were uh, obviously responsible for this. Uh, we, I mean, we're not talking about al-Qaeda having access to plant these explosives and incendiaries in all three towers, three of the most highly secure buildings outside the Pentagon. We're talking about some sort of an inside operation that is very deep, that had the support of the Air Force, which sent our, uh, our, our fighters out to sea uh, so that they weren't available to... Uh, intercept these airliners. We're talking about the entire mainstream media almost, which, by the way, is owned by uh, 90% of which is owned by six, just six corporations who are in turn owned by those who bring us uh, uh, a budget uh, to the Defense Department of uh, $48 billion, uh, who are uh, owning the bankers, uh, owned by the bankers and the insurance industry. Uh, this is a web of of deceit that's gone that's been built up for uh, a couple of hundred years, uh, at least a hundred years now. So we, we, yeah, it, it's it's you're going against a machine that is set in order uh, that does not that has the the inertia 
that that's very very difficult to overcome. And so you know, yeah, fifty percent of the public is just not going to wake up to this until the few of us stand up and stick our necks out and say, "I stand for the truth." Uh, first, let the technical truths emerge. Then, if necessary deal with the inevitable conspiracy mm-hmm. and political issues. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.